This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? What's all they have time for? They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Wednesday. It is the Jason Walker Show. Major Mortgage Man Cave. Just a couple minutes late. Um, Sheila Williams, former head girls track coach, and she got basketball and volleyball. I mean, she was just a great coach at Helena High and uh, Shelby. But uh, she'll join us coming up here on the Jason Walker Show. And uh, it is uh, That's What She Said Wednesday, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. So make sure you uh, stick around because we got uh, just a lot of great stuff. Kind of flustered because we're just getting getting back into the swing of things on uh, today and running a little late, but uh, we're having a good time. That's you know, um, you're watching live on Facebook, YouTube, also on uh, Twitter through Periscope. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, Treasure State Radio. And uh, go to jasonwalkershow.com for uh, anything else. Uh, got a lot of great response on our interview yesterday with um, Allie Whaley, the uh, the uh, wonderful young lady from Great Britain who uh, joined us. And uh, hopefully she can get into Canada. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping. Make sure you go to alicewhaley.com. To, uh, to follow her uh, travels across the globe as uh, she breaks into uh, equestrian travel writing. But uh, Sheila Williams will join us coming up here on this day in history. A whole lot more coming up on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, I think we're going to talk storm chasing, weather storm chasing. That should be a fun topic. And uh, next week, Nick McCarville will be back on, friend of the show. We'll be talking about the U.S. Open tennis, which announced uh, today, I believe, that uh, it will it will play in August and September in New York with no fans. It's going to be weird. Like, I don't think we'd miss fans at Wimbledon, but... I think we're going to miss fans at the U.S. Open. Like, the U.S. Open in New York and the Australian Open down in Melbourne are my two favorite majors in tennis because, in part, because of the crowds. You know, you, you think back to, was it 1991, Jimmy Connors, kind of his last run, but he's playing the late night in New York, and it's after midnight Montana time, and or New York, and uh, almost, you know, 1 o'clock in New York, 11 here, whatever. It's late. And the crowd just getting all pumped up and fired up, and it's going to be different. Now I know there's no there's no sound 
when they're playing during the actual point, but to have that that crowd, there's a, I mean, the players get into it, and the players feed off that crowd energy, whether they're for you or against you. So we'll talk to Nick McCarvel next week about that because I'm it, it'll be interesting. I think you could play French, you could play Wimbledon, especially Wimbledon. Would you know if there's fans or not? I don't think so. But uh, there will be no Wimbledon, but there will be a U.S. Open. And we'll talk to Nick next week. All right. So today, um, more cancel culture stuff. And UNLV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, got rid of its mascot. Um. They removed the Hey Reb statue in front of, uh, of the Alumni Center. They removed it last night, gave it back to its donors. The Rebel mascot, UNLV, dates back to the school's origin in the mid-50s, 1950s, an extension campus of the uh, University of Nevada at Reno. The uh, students and administrators drew the idea from rebels from the natural rivalry that accompanied the split that would become UNLV and UNR. Originally, the mascot was Beauregard, a cartoon wolf with a Confederate uniform. To, quote, rebel against Nevada Reno and its wolf pack mascot in the north, end quote. Now, they moved or changed that in 1976. Got away from it. That's great. Uh, but then they went back to... Um, they've they stuck with the old Reb and the Rebels mascot. A change.org petition, as of this morning, had more than 4,000 signatures to completely change the Rebels mascot. Change the name, change everything. The petition said, in part, uh, the Rebel is racist, rooted in a Confederate mythology which has no place on the campus. Um. So there's that. The University of Virginia also changing its logo. It's got uh, swords or sabers, and they're changing their logo because people are upset. So here's the thing, and I look. I understand. I understand a lot. Okay. But, and it goes back to the cancel culture that we talked about yesterday. You're going to get rid of, so Mississippi State's going to have to, uh, or Old Miss is going to have to change its name, the Rebels of Old Miss, uh, including its mascot. There's a lot of schools in the South that are going to have to change their names or their mascots. They're... Not everything is racial. Um, Aunt Jemima no longer will exist. The pancake and syrup, gone. Uncle Ben's, gone. They're changing the logos, they're changing the names, they're changing everything. And it is a little on the upsetting side because essentially getting rid of history. 
you know, and again, it goes back to it goes it goes back to the cancel culture and started this week with Mike Gundy wearing an OAN network shirt, and then his forced apology and and all of that. But literally everybody is offended by something nowadays. Somebody out there right now is offended by something that I'm talking about or something that I've said in the past or in the future. This isn't all politics, folks. It's just the way society is nowadays. Literally everybody's going to be upset about something. And like I said yesterday, I'm offended by Grizzly logos. So we need to get rid of everything to do with the University of Montana, including their logo, their mascot, everything. Grizzlies offend me. I'm a Bobcat fan. See how dumb that sounds? You know, we're getting rid of statues. We're getting rid of historical pieces. And it's not even a Republican or Democratic thing anymore. It's just it offends people. Like, if we're going to get rid of certain things here in the in in the United States statues, like Christopher Columbus or you know Robert E. Lee or whatever, a do some fact checking behind everything, but you know, we should demolish the Colosseum in Rome. Why? Built by Jewish slaves. That was bad. And I'm not being facetious about this. I'm being serious. The pyramids in Egypt, built by slaves, demolish them. There will literally be nothing left in the world if we demolish everything that offends somebody. And that's where we're headed. It's a dangerous path that we're headed down. A lot of these schools, names, mascots, whether it's high school to the pros, aren't offensive or weren't brought into the world as being made offensive. Florida State Seminoles, they've been trying to get, people have been trying to get Florida State to change the name of the Seminole. Except the Seminole tribe in Florida has said no. They they honor, they're, they're honored to be represented by Florida State. You know, I get some things, the Chief Wahoo Indian mascot for Cleveland Indians yeah it was a little offensive change it and they did you know people still harping on the Washington Redskins there's there's talk show hosts that won't call them they call them the Washington football team they won't say Redskins there's actual Native American tribes that support the Washington Redskins Um, and that's just, it, it's here in Montana, you know, we have, we have native American mascot names. 
because Montana's rich in Native American history. And, you know, I lived in Box Elder for two years. I went to school in Box Elder for two years, right next to the Rocky Boy Reservation, second and third grade, and had a great time. Had some great fun. And great friends were made to this day. We're still friends. I didn't see race. They were just schoolmates. Kids I competed with in sports and had fun with. Kids that we went and picked crab apples off trees. It's just, if we get rid of everything that offends somebody, we're going to have nothing left. Literally nothing left. Just think about that. This cancel culture, everybody's going to get mad about something. We saw it here in Helena a few years ago. But think for yourself, make your own decisions, and be smart. And get along with people. If you want to weigh in on this topic, or anything here, you can email jasonwalkersports at gmail.com. You can tweet us. You can Facebook us. You can text, call, whatever. Get involved. So be a part of the solution. Don't be part of the problem. And UNLV should keep its name. Grizzlies fans sitting there going, I'm offended by, you know, the helmet you have. Can we get it on camera? No, but there's a, there's a Montana State volleyball um, ball, and there's the Montana State football helmet. I don't have anything Grizzly in here. I'm not a Grizz fan. I never have been. But I'm not... I'm not to the point where I'm like, okay, we need to just, I'm offended by Missoula. Let's get rid of the town. Let's get rid of the university. Let's get rid of anything related to the Grizz. That's how cancel culture sounds dumb. And Grizz fan can say the same thing about Bobcats. There's Grizz fans that watch this show that are fans of the Jason Walker show and give me a hard time about the, the Bobcat helmet or my Bobcat jersey or my Bobcat pitchers. But you know what? It's in good fun. There's people that root for Montana Tech that can give me a hard time about the Carroll photos. It's fine. But nobody's wanting to burn down Jason Walker's, you know, major mortgage man cave. At least I hope not. It's in my house. I live here. Anyway, you can weigh in anytime you want. Tweet, Facebook, text, call, anything. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to check in with the former, sounds so weird to say, the former track coach for the girls at Helena High. Sheila Williams will join us in the Major Mortgage Man Cave next here on the Jason Walker Show. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. 
It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Dinners Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinners Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits. We'll work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena.
Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Wednesday, Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show. Brought to you in part by Rutgers Furniture, and that's this segment is brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn in Helena, make the quality choice for your home. Great, great savings going on this month at Rutgers Furniture. On this day in history coming up, the walk-off and more. So I moved up here uh, from Bozeman in 2013, and my first year covering uh, track was 2014, and that is when I first got to know um, Sheila Williams, a great head coach, a great lady, great teacher, for a long time at Helena High, uh, just announced her retirement, and uh, it's, uh, that's what she said Wednesday, so that's what she said is brought to you by Dinner's Done Right, and make sure you stop by Dinner's Done Right, get the grab-and-go camping bundle. It includes the four- to six-serving size of the Calbee beef flank steak, grilled Asian chicken, Fiesta burgers, six s'mores hand pies, all in a Dinner's Done Right tote bag for 95 bucks. Great for the weekend. And uh, that's what she said as uh, Coach Sheila Williams joins us now in the Major Mortgage Man Cave on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. A bummer. There's no, no question about that. Um, did COVID-19 and the lack of a spring this year, did that play into your decision at all? No, not really. I, you know, I um, we had to make a decision early on this fall um, whether or not we were going to, um, um, I mean, we meaning the teachers in the district, um, were, were going to retire. Um, so I, I knew going into this fall, um, that this spring would probably, you know, be the last spring. Um, so it really didn't play into it. But. 17 years as track coach. Um, lots of great memories, I'm sure. Uh, anything that really stands out? Because I want to talk about all the positives that you had as a, as a coach. Oh, okay. Well, um, there were, I mean, there were a lot of um, amazing um performances by the athletes that we had. I mean, we've been really blessed with um, the athletes that we um, have had at Helena High, both male and female. Um, and we had a string of um, really good pole vaulters. And so there was a, you know, a lot of years where we had a state champion. And that goes back to um, Doug LeBron starting. I remember the very first year that, that girls did vault. Um, and um, that was Shannon Agee, so um, that she was <laughs> she was an exceptional. Um, she was just all around athlete. I remember coaching triple jump and fighting with Doug, you know, because he we we always joked that we had a pole vault team and then we had a track team. Um, but so we would just you know fight tooth and nail to try to get these kids to to see him. Um, so that was pretty awesome to um to be able to see her compete and do the things that she had done um and then you go through um different you know eras with your whitney hazemans and um allison morrison's and um obviously carly Mm. um smidella and camden and um both my girls i was able to coach them so um that was a lot of fun and then just most recently 
um, with uh, Odessa and Kylie. Oh, yeah. And um, I think they're going to make some noise next year. So, yeah. Special talents, those two uh, and the ones you just named. I mean, and the list goes on and on. There's right. there's girls that, you know, you've probably you, – there's too many to name. Right. And if you miss somebody, you're going to upset somebody. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what – yeah. It is hard because I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, Anna Brooks, which, oh. um, you know, I mean, she was um, – that's another one that she uh, – has a record, but unfortunately, you have to set a state record during state mm-hmm. um, track. Um, and you were lucky too, because you know, I, I just since I started covering in 2013, you know, the the throwers, you know, Shanna Florshinger, and you, you, and then you get, I mean, Jamie Pickens, what a great athlete! She decides her senior year, you know what, I'm going to give up softball, I'm going to go out for track, and uh, decide to place at state. Well, darn Jamie, I mean the. Um, yeah, I mean, we were excited. I, I, it was. I know Ryan Schulte was pretty disappointed when she didn't <laughs> play softball, but you know, I was like, so initially she wasn't going to throw jabs, so she was messing around with with shot and and disc. And I said, do you know how hard it is to to learn three specialty, you know, events like that in one year? And and um, she uh, ended up going to Great Falls, and after she. Didn't do very well in the discus. I said, okay, are you ready now? Are you ready to come <laughs> throw jab? So if she, I think if I would have had just maybe one or two more weeks with her, um, she actually threw a warm-up throw at State that would have won. But, oh, jeez. Um, just what she was able to do in that shorter period of time. Um yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Unbelievable talents, like I said. Uh, former Helena High girls track coach Sheila Williams joining us here at Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. I said this on the show the other day, with your retirement now and uh, Coach Paul's retirement, Shirley Chesterfield Stanton a couple years ago, we've lost some fantastic um, coaches. Right. And it's you know the end of an era is coming. I think Coach Carter's over at Capitals. The, 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 well, he's still the longest well, tenure, but he's the only one still going. Right, right. Um, I've just been really fortunate. I mean, I I'm a product of of Title Nine, and so um, when I first started um, competing at Belgrade High School a long time ago, but and then was able to compete in in college. So. Um, it kind of concerns us is that, you know, really wanting to continue having women involved um, and being able to be in that position of um, leadership. Um, And not that men can't do it and don't do a great job. I mean, look what Eric's done the Mm -hmm. last, you know, few years with the the girls. But I just think it's really important to continue to to have women involved and in those positions of leadership – um, especially, I think, as role models and just trying to get, you know, more girls involved um, in that aspect. Um, it, it's tough, you know, especially if you're going to, you know, have a family or whatever. Um, it takes a lot of time. But, um, you know, hopefully, um, you know, Lindsay's kind of the, the lone dog right now. <laughs> and so um, just trying to encourage more of that. You bring up Title IX, and I'm a huge Title IX supporter, and I think the what it's done for sports in general is so positive, especially with younger women, because it's given them the chance, like you said, yourself, a chance to, to compete. Uh, where would we be without Title IX? 
It would have taken a lot longer. You know, I, I just um, just think about when when I started. Um, I, I think eventually, you know, um, things would have changed, but it wouldn't have been as timely as it as it was um, then. Um, and so, um, you know, thank goodness for that, and thank goodness for people who have really, you know. Um, poured their heart and soul into um, promoting athletics for women. I mean, I, I just think of um, the opportunities that, you know, my daughters have had as well as other um, girls um, to go on and get their degrees and do just do some amazing things. Sheila Williams joining us here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, just great, like I said, moments. Is there anything that really stands out? to you over the 17 years at Helena High, uh, whether it was a state champ or, you know, somebody who gave it their all and didn't win a state championship? Well, the first name that comes to my mind on, on that was um, Carly Smidala. Mm-hmm. And uh, her freshman year, um, we were in Bozeman and um, – we had a we had a competitive team that year, and um, she lost by I think a thousandth of a second in that 400 race when wow. she falls and and uh, loses that race. Um, she just was competing in an era where it was just unbelievable talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I think one of the things that I've seen change over the years. I was just thinking about this as a coach is that. Track before, um, you know, you just encourage kids to come out for track almost to get in shape for other their other, right. you know, events. Um, I think Montana, for our size and weather and whatever, we've had some amazing track athletes, yep. and I mean just pure track athletes. I and I and I think I've seen that change over the last, um, you know, handful of years, and I, I think it has to do with some, you know, clubs um, forming and. And kids being able to compete, doing some indoor things, um, which I kind of deviated a little bit. But um, so Carly, I think um, what she did over those four years, and finally her senior year, she was able to win that 400. I mean, she had won and been in um, races before where she broke the state record and finish second. Wow. I mean, how often does that happen? <laughs> Not very. Uh, I, I never have a state record, so um, I can't remember the last time I even tried to run a 400. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila Williams yeah. joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. You mentioned kids that just come out for track to have, you know, hang out with their friends and, and, and whatnot, but there's got to be some kids that stand out as giving their all, and they never were going to place, so they were never really going to compete at state, but they work their tails off. Um, are those do you, those mean as much to you as the state champions? Oh, definitely. I I think you know, coaching as long as I did in terms of I both basketball and volleyball. Um, one of the things I always dreaded was having to to cut kids from your team, mm. and so. Being in the track program, I think that was what was one of the things that's really special because there was a place for everybody. You know, it didn't matter what your talent was. Uh, track's not an easy thing to do. And so to try to convince kids to come out and go, okay, we're going to run a couple miles and we're going to do whatever, um, you really have to make it fun. And I, I think that was one of the things that we really tried to impress is, like, we want this to be a team 
and that they really feel a part of this team um, because some kids that was the only team that they were on right. and so to see um, the accomplishment and kids just being so excited about getting a you know a letter and hitting that mark um, or you know completing a 1600 and, and feeling really good about themselves um, that was that's one thing that I really enjoy about track um, and that feeling of accomplishment um, that that they have do you have any um, any regrets anything that you you missed out on um, as a coach not like as right no I don't think so other than the spring. I mean, that was really disappointing. You know, we kind of held out hope that right. we, we got our first week of practice in, I mean, official week, and then that's when everything shut down, um, especially knowing that this was, you know, probably going to be my last spring. So um, other than that, I really, I, I guess if I thought long and hard enough, maybe, but. Um, so no. No. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, I mentioned. Uh, Coach Chesterfield Stanton a little bit earlier, and I read the article from Kurt Sinis. I know she meant a lot to you um, as a mentor. Um, I don't know who was funnier though. You were her doing inter- interviews because I don't think either one of you really like to do interviews, <laughs> and yet here you are. <laughs> I think she liked to talk a little bit more though. Yeah, yeah. Shirley was uh, both Shirley and Linda Paul, yeah. um, both really good friends of mine, and um, obviously. Um, I, I learned a lot from both of them. Um, you know, again, t- two ladies that just poured their heart and soul into doing what they um, love to do and really cared a lot about kids. And, and I think always had the right um, perspective and motivation. It wasn't about them. It, it was about the kids. And I think that's what's really important about, you know, when you have your program um, and just knowing that you're doing it for um, the betterment of them. Did you ever look at, at Capital as a rival and, and talk to Shirley about, you know, they might have the sprinters this year, you've got the, the yeah. field athletes, if we could just combine the schools, <laughs> we'd dominate here. Yeah, it was, you know, Crosstown was always was always a lot of fun, and um, you just never knew. I mean, track really isn't any different than Crosstown in any other, you know, event that you have. So, um, but we always... Um, I think both programs always really respected each other, and it wasn't antagonistic or, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that was good, too. I, I mean, you put it on the line, and you went for it, but um, you always respected each other at the end of the the meet. Was Crosstown your favorite time, um, or was it state, or was it, you know, what, what was your favorite meets? Um, I think... Um, Crosstown was fun. Um, it was it was stressful. I mean, because you know you wanted to do well. Um, state was fun because by that time, you know you've 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 done what you can, and so you're just hoping that the kids are healthy going into state, um, and especially the way that we do it in Montana. Depending on you know who you were with, double um, A or A B C, um, those were always fun meets. The other meet that I really enjoyed that was fun was. The, um, the Electric City oh, yeah. um, Classic, because everyone was there. And really, it was bigger than a state meet. 
um, because everybody got to put four kids in, you know, each event, and um, those were some pretty incredible performances there. Uh, we mentioned Title IX and the the growth of women's athletics. What else would you like to see um, in your retirement with um, women's sports and, and girls in athletics? I think the one thing that is a little bit worrisome, but I think that we've been pretty fortunate in Montana right now. I know my girls have coached out of state, and um, high school programs are not what they are in Montana. So I, that's concerning, just with the you know arrival of AAU and club and, right. and things like that. So I'm really hoping that we can maintain that here, um, that, you know, your high school team isn't just your high school team. <laughs> it, it's not that way everywhere. Um, it's more of, you know, what club team that you play for. So um, I, I'm just hoping that um, in, in terms of female athletes that um, they continue to, to, we continue to see this growth um, and that um, they have those opportunities um, that, that they have now. Um, with budget cuts and with funding and all that, that's always, that's always a worry. I mean, we're, we're pretty fortunate now, like, we still have four teams. I, I don't know how long that will last that we have, you know, freshman, sophomore, JV, right. varsity, because I know already a lot of AA schools don't have that. So... It discourages girls from going out because they was like, you know what, you know why should I do that? Right. So um, that's that's always a concern. So hopefully we can maintain that um, and have those opportunities. All right, favorite track to go to? Because I know it's not vigilante because it needs a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, favorite track? Um, I tell you what, last year. What they've done at the facility in Kalispell, it's beautiful. Um, the way they have everything set up and, you know, the jump the, the jump pits and the throwing, and um, that was a lot of fun last year. Um, great Falls, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a great stadium, even though, you know, they only have the eight lanes and then the ten lanes down the, you know, the... Um, the stretch, still, that's a great facility. Um, we just never went to Billings, and so, and they just don't have that. I mean, you know what? Um, they have the one facility, but well, and Laurel is the place they go now. I know, and just... we never ever got to compete there. I, I mean, I've heard some pretty amazing things about that, and and actually now, Big um, Missoula, um, they've redone their track too, and we were supposed to be there this spring, but. Uh, well, Helen was supposed to have the, the state meet, but like I said, vigilante needs a lot of work. Um, can is that something you can help lead now in retirement? I would love to. I mean, and Jason, to be honest with you, I don't know if we can still. I mean, we need a new facility. I don't know if we can have it in the place that it is right now and make it work. Um, it, it's just too small. There's, you know, in terms of throwing and being able to have those. Um, and give them, I mean, there's been times where we've had some awesome, 
javelin throwers in the state, and we've had to, you know, reconfigure the runway because there's just not even enough room, you know, for really good javelin throwers there. Um, So, yeah, I think the Helena community needs to get behind that and just, you know, really push for um, a new facility because it's a shame when you can't have a state meet because that helps everybody. Yeah. so, no, I am uh, I'm on your side on that one. Uh, Sheila Williams, our guest here, Jason Walker show. All right, favorite event to coach? Mm. I guess it depends on the year and the, and the team. <laughs> you know, I kind of it's it's between two. I mean, I I'm kind of a anomaly because I, you know, coached long and triple and then javelin. And so I literally was running back and forth. I don't think anyone does that. But um, I love the jab because I threw the jab. Um, But I've had some really good jumpers as well. Um, And this last year, triple jump was just, oh, my goodness, those kids from Sentinel. And, I mean, just the state was just loaded with – I mean, nationally ranked triple yeah. jump, and um, what an awesome event! So anyway, I, I don't know. That's probably kind of a <laughs> cop out, but um, javelin's a lot of fun too. I could never figure out how to throw the javelin, and it's it's a different technique. It is, and you know, I I think people when they look at it, they don't think it's that hard. But once they pick it up, it's like, oh my goodness! But I've found that some of my best javelin throwers are volleyball players because it's a lot of the same motion. It's that overhead. Um, so when they're, you know, either serving or, or, you know, spiking, it's that same motion. And we always said it's not really a throw, it's a pull. So if you're throwing it right, then it's more of a smooth motion pull over the top of your head. If you're throwing it like a softball, that doesn't work. So. <laughs> See, I was a baseball player, so maybe that was my problem. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> you throw a little side. Arm, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, you know, I'm short. The javelin is is long, and my feet. I, I mean, it, it, I stab it into the ground. It takes a while, I, you know. It it really does. And and so when when I was coaching Carlson Kendall, uh, I remember every. <laughs> Kendall would say, Mom, would you just please not say so many things? And, and, you know, like, and, and if we could end up, you know, coming out of a practice not fighting, then that was a good thing. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a pretty complicated event. But well, I know you got to coach your daughters, but you're a mom to so many over the last 17 years. What's the outpouring been like over the last week? Oh, it's just been really fun. I mean, um, just to connect. In fact... I got a, uh, a message from one of my former athletes in, at Shelby um, as well. So, um, yeah, just um, I think coaching and those relationships and those bonds that you have. And now social media kind of lends itself to reconnecting a little mm-hmm. bit easier than it used to be. Um, so they'll see things and, and you know, say something online. Um, but that's what I'm going to miss I mean, both teaching and coaching is that those relationships, the spring was just a killer. I mean, and and I know the kids would say that too, just not being able to see each other, even if it was zero period at 720 in the morning. Um, But um, it is those relationships and those bonds that you have because you go through good times and bad. 
um, highs and lows. Um, and even the crazy bus rides that you have, those those are the, those are the things you remember. All right. How strict were you on bus trips? Did you allow movies and stuff like that? Or Well, you had the old buses, so you yeah, didn't even have that. <laughs> I mean, Jason, we've gone through I mean, when my first came, you know, we had the beautiful, you know, um, buses that we were um, riding on. And uh, then because of budgetary yep. constraints, you know, we weren't on those buses anymore. Um, and so... Um, it depended on the bus. You know, we had to be careful on what they watched um, <laughs> in terms of that. Um, but, yeah. You I just mean, let, let them have fun. Yeah. Uh, what are the plans in retirement? Traveling? Outdoors? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you know, I, I have a daughter's both in um, Kendall's in San Diego, and Kelsey's now just um, north of um, Seattle. Um, so we, you know, we'd love to go. It's just right now, it's well, yeah. just, um, crazy, um, with this whole COVID stuff. Um, so, um, that's the plan, you know, we'd like to do that. Um, we have, um, Bobcat season tickets, so hopefully that'll work out this fall. Good. So that helmet right next to you is actually <laughs> really good. You know, go Cats. <laughs> um, so, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go yeah. see some games, but yeah. We're going to have a fall sports season? So far, it looks like, you know, uh, I don't know. I think we're just kind of keeping fingers crossed. I know the kids were starting to work out and do some things this this week already, and they were pretty excited about that. But um, I don't know I don't know what it'll look like in the gym, you know, who will sure. be able to come. Um, I was hoping, this is, can you believe this? This is our 10th anniversary from our first state championship for volleyball. So um, I was wanting to get everyone back together you know this yeah. fall so we'll see what that looks like i think i was doing pa and bozeman state double a basketball and it would have been i guess kendall made was making her decision at the state tournament whether it was going to be volleyball or basketball right and i think i talked to her and i may have chatted with you about it but that was a yeah. tough decision yeah no it was she uh it was it was uh i think now she feels good about it, you know, um, but, yeah, just trying to figure out what she was going to do. That's yeah. got to be tough being um, so good in, in multiple sports that you, <laughs> you have to make a <laughs> yeah. decision. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, I get to make a decision on whether I talk or not. Yeah. Um, all right, so San Diego, Seattle. Uh, San Diego's better to visit because it's just always warm there. Yeah, we were able to go... Um, in uh, February, and so this was before all this stuff mm-hmm. was going on, and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful area. Um, lots of lots of fun things to do. Of course, right. I've only been to the Seattle airport, so I can't really. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my my sister and brother in law, because they live there in Seattle too, and they uh, um, they have season t- tickets for the Husky game, so uh, those are always fun, and then we'd always try to hit the Mariners, or, you know, sure. I guess we're big sports, we like to go and You watch. are a big sports fan. Yeah. Uh, favorite sport other than the ones you've coached? <laughs> oh, well, I, I think football. Okay. Yeah, we enjoy football. Especially the last four years? Yeah. In, in college? Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> In the state? Oh, man, I think one of, yeah, this year, Cat Grizz, that was so much fun. Yeah. 
See, I've never – so I used to do PA down there. So for a long time I was the first down guy at Bobcat Stadium. I started in 96. I went through the 0-11 year yeah. with Coach Kramer. Um, but, yeah, it's you've seen a lot of highs and lows in that stadium. I've never been to a Cat Grizz game in Missoula. I've never set foot in that stadium. I haven't either. And I know people would say – I mean, I, I hear it's really a fun venue to go to, um, but – yeah, I haven't I haven't been there either. And of course this year with Danny, you know, coming back and coaching the men, um, we went to a couple men's basketball games yep. too. Um, but so it's fun to see him and what he's doing with that program. He's uh he's a he's a pretty cool dude. He's a great guy. Love Danny Sprinkle. He's a yeah, he and I go way back to his freshman year, so yeah. at MSU. Well, I worked with Bill for a long time, so Bill Sprinkle and I. Mr. Sprinkle's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I see him on the golf course all the time. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does now. Yeah, him and yeah, Coach Turcotte yeah. are out there yeah. golfing all the time now. Yeah, well, he was a husky. So yeah. in fact, I ran into him at SeaTac. Um, shoot, I think it was uh, it was maybe this year, and he was headed for a reunion, I think, with some wow. of those guys there. Um, other than. Women's coaches. What other guys' coaches that you've worked with stand out? Um, I would say Tony. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Tony and I worked really close closely together, and um, he just was a real promoter of female athletics, and um, so. Um, yeah, I think he and I probably worked um, the closest together. Um, well, and Jason. Of course, Jason Mergle coached my girls. Right. Um, and so, and then I'm, my room was right next door to Ryan Schulte. <laughs> so, yeah. So you heard Lots a little bit of everything. Guys. Yeah. Oh, great guys. Absolutely. Great, guys. Uh, great coaches for sure. Um, all right. Um Any, you're gonna are you gonna pull a Mike Van Deest and spend a year out and then go coach at a college somewhere? <laughs> I don't. You're know. not saying no. Yeah, no. I, I, at this point, no. What if what if Montana State called and said, "Hey, we just want you to to be an assistant and help out with our jab throwers." Oh wow, well, that might be fun. <laughs> so she's not saying no. Yeah, yeah. She's not. I like that. Yeah, not yet. Hey, uh, I said this uh, the other day, and I, I mean it. And uh, it's been, you know, I, I met you, I think, in 2014. Would have been my, my first year covering track after moving up here the year before. But uh, always enjoyed our chats. And um, your brutal honesty at times. And I loved it. And it was refreshing and I don't want to say old school, but that's the way it was. It was you didn't sugarcoat anything, and I love that about you. And uh, our interviews were always special, and I always enjoyed it. And I'm going to miss you. Oh well, thanks, Jason. I mean, I miss it a lot too, and I appreciate that. Sheila Williams joining us in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Um, yep, she's going to be great she, in retirement. She's going to be great. Um, she's so much fun. Um, so we taped that, and then. Today and we ended up talking uh, even more. Like I could talk to Coach Williams for a, for a very long time. Uh, if you want to catch that interview again in its entirety, uh, JasonWalkerShow.com. Uh, coming up after the show, we'll uh, have it up there also uh, on the Facebook page and much much more. Take a break. This last segment came uh, courtesy of Rutgers Furniture. When we return on this day in history, 
and uh, a whole lot more still to come here on the Jason Walker Show. Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Do you love to look at photos of Montana? Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by... Mark LaRoe Photography. Check him out, MarkLaRoePhotography.com. If you book a senior portrait package or a family portrait package or anything, you'll get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. Also, if you purchase one of Mark's fantastic photos, you'll get 20% off by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. Live look, Earth Cam, Statue of Liberty, Lady Liberty. Yeah, 
a live look. Can we zoom in there? I like that. Jason Walker Show, back Major Mortgage Man Cave. So uh, Sacramento State quarterback uh, Kevin Thompson, who uh, entered the transfer portal. Oh, <laughs> I just saw somebody won an award in Montana. Wow. Um, wow. That'll change. Anyway, Kevin Thompson, who was at Sacramento State uh, 2019, Big Sky Conference Outfits Player of the Year, is uh, transferring to Washington for his seventh, seventh and final season of eligibility. We don't know if there's going to be a season. We don't know if California schools are going to be you know, playing, although they're trying to find a way to play. If you read the story on 406mtsports.com, um, remember, was it last month, the, the Cal State University system came out, which includes Sacramento State and uh, Cal Poly, came out and said there would be no, uh, their campuses would be closed in the fall to online learning. Well, now they're saying not all online learning. So, therefore, they're trying to figure out how to play sports, basically, is what is what it amounts to. But Kevin Thompson transferred. Let's go to Washington. His seventh year. So this dude, how many degrees does he have? I know he's had a medical. I know he's redshirted. But seven years? Like, you could be a doctor by now. He's going to Washington, where he's going to attempt to play quarterback there. He's good enough. But you got to beat other people out. So, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Major League Baseball has come out and said they have a new offer to the Players Association. 60 games, uh, the full prorated pay, even if games are played without fans in the ballpark. It's a little bit different than where we were a couple of days ago when it looked like we weren't going to have a season at all. So we still might get Major League Baseball. We're not going to have the minors. Um, so just, that's pipe dream. Pioneer League's never going to exist again. Sorry. But uh, there you go. Uh, let's see, what else? I can't wait to watch that video. Um but yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a 60-game season this year for the cops. Or for the, uh, wow, just was reading something. <laughs> oh, stay focused here. All right, let's do On This Day in History. It is brought to you by our good friends at the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino and Restaurant. Make sure you stop in. The Motherload Burger is fantastic. Today is June the 17th. It is National Eat Your Vegetables Day. It is uh, Garbage Man Day, National Apple Strudel Day, and Cherry Tart Day. I should have asked Coach Williams which she prefers. Uh, 1837, Charles Goodyear got his uh, first rubber patent. 1880, the Providence Grays pitcher John Ward throws a perfect game, the second perfect game in the National League in six days in 1880. The next one took 84 years in the National League. 1901, uh, the U.S. Men's Golf uh, Open. Willie Anderson of Scotland won the first of his four Open titles in an 18-hole playoff. Rocky Marciano beat 
Ezra Charles by unanimous decision in uh, Yankee Stadium in 1954. 1960, Ted Williams hit his 500th career home run, finished with 541. Greatest hitter of all time. Uh, 1962, Jack Nicklaus at the U.S. Open wins his first major by three strokes in a playoff with Arnold Palmer. Uh, 1994, was it really on this date, 1994, O.J. Simpson becomes a fugitive of justice. Remember the, remember the car chase in the Ford Bronco? I remember watching the, yeah, the NBA Finals game on uh, NBC split-screened with the car chase. Unbelievable. Happy birthday today to Elroy, Crazy Legs Hirsch, a fantastic football player. 1943, Barry Manilow was born. I write the songs. Uh, Barry Manilow always looked like Joe Montana to me. I, for, I, for a long time, I thought they were the same person. But Mary, Barry Manilow is like 77. Uh, 1965, Dan Jansen was born, the American speed skater. Won uh, Olympic gold three different times. And a couple of uh, heartbreaks in there as well. But uh, that is what happened on this day in history. June the 17th. Brought to you by the Motherload. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. I like this picture. Earth Cam. We're going to use more of this stuff. That's uh, the Statue of Liberty. Uh, was it yesterday she start, arrived in the country um, back in the day, 1800s? I think yesterday was the anniversary. Uh, all right, what did we learn today? Uh, cancel culture is still a big deal. UNLV is going to change its mascot, the Rebels, which means that you're going to see a lot of a lot of changes. Ole Miss, the Rebels. Um, I think Oklahoma State should change its name from the Cowboys. I mean, that's, you know, that's bad. That offends some people. Um, I think the University of Montana should change its name. Um, you see where we're going with this? It's just it's ridiculous, people. This cancel culture. Aunt Jemima no longer exists. 131 years of history. Forget the history behind it. Not all bad, by the way. And uh, Uncle Ben's announced today. It's um, gonna not going to be Uncle Ben's rice anymore. They're going to change the... The face and the image and everything else. The walk-off is brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. Make sure you stop in at 625 Euclid, also in uh, Bozeman and Billings, and have yourself some shrimp etouffee. That is my recommendation for dinner tonight from Cafe Zydeco, if you so choose to go there. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Give them a look, marklaroephotography.com. It is behind us. Um, I'm going to see if... No, nah, I can't use that camera. Let's try this one. Yep. That is Sunrise over the Rocky Mountain Front, directly behind us. We're going to switch out that portrait uh, probably next week and uh, put a new one up there. But if you want to buy that, go to marklerophotography.com. Highly recommend it. All right. Uh, let's do... Special thanks, Sheila Williams, joining us. Had so much fun chatting with Coach over the years and today. If you missed anything... JasonWalkerShow.com. Tomorrow, we may be chatting storm chasing. There's a good chance of it. Hope you join us at 4. If you want to tune in, if you want to weigh in on anything, if you have an opinion, share it. 
You can email, you can Facebook, you can text, you can do whatever. Just let's have discussions. Civil. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Jason Walker Show. Major Mortgage Man Cave. JasonWalkerShow.com. We'll see you later. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy. Enjoy.